0: what's up everybody welcome back to another episode of the podcast my name is anthony i'm brian
1: it's the man the myth the legend crown prince in the building welcome back to yes. the
0: podcast ladies and gentlemen yes welcome back this is the royal hub podcast a community podcast where we learn inspire and together with topics ranging from pop culture business and community discussions for today we have three topics that we're going to be just discussing um, but first, before we begin on those, and I discuss what those are, I just want to mention about one quick thing, and that that's our podcast and our video for last week. Um, we do have footage of it, but it's going to take some time to try to get it all together to make sure it's in the right part for the, the podcast and all that. We are recording this time here now. We got the video footage up and ready, everyone facing the camera somewhat, so we can get a good idea of who we are and you know just a visualization of our topics as well Mm -hmm. so for the topics we're going to be talking about the nick cannon situation cashless society and utah and schooling in general those are our three topics that we're going to be talking about today so look forward to those um anything you guys want to say before we begin no Mm -hmm. welcome back guys let's let's dive in yes sounds good to me (laughs) Okay, so here we are. We're going to go ahead and begin with the Nick Cannon situation. Now, personally, I don't know anything about this. Aaron, you said you kind of have some idea of what's going on, but mm. who is going to be taking the floor on this one is Brian. Can you please enlighten us about what is going on with Nick Cannon?
2: Um, Nick Cannon, he basically says some comments
0: that um,
2: he got some information misinformed that he was and that uh, they came off as offensive. And they were not a good representation of another community representing the Jews and not uh, the white
1: people in general, for that matter. But continue.
2: But it's a Pacific, it's, it's certainly targeting that group in, in general. So just yes, of course, but no, like it's this group and this group only in a sense. And um, he basically lost his job, and uh, they wanted uh, a vehicle. Viacom,
1: Viacom, Viacom. Mm, who owns? Just a side note about Viacom. If y'all don't know, Viacom owns pretty much everything you watch on TV. Um, if it's not, it's it's basically like as far as like media is concerned. Um, if it's not owned by Viacom, it's pretty. It's owned by Disney. So those are like your two top brands. Um, so like your MTV, your VH1, your BET, your Nickelodeon. Viacom owns all of that. So continue? Uh, yes,
2: he has uh, he still has the mass singers and stuff that's on television that they don't have control over and he's executive producer of that but um, he is basically feeling the effects of, of, of this is just a lack of not being aware he hasn't done his due diligence on his research. Um, there was a NFL player and former um, basketball player NBA player about uh, Steven Jackson and uh, Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson. Jackson
1: not related by the yeah. way
2: and um, Deshaun Jackson had said some comments, and Steven Jackson went to go back them. And that, that was just three days before Nick Cannon had made the comments that he had made. And uh, you just, when you're on a certain platform and at a certain level, you have to be careful because you are the face, and people are going to. Put you in that limelight of, of it's just you have to be very careful what you say and mm. he just didn't do his research on it and he was given some bad information and eventually down the road someone he was uh not wanting to apologize but somebody correct him and explain why his comments were uh, rash and harsh and stuff like that and he uh came to a sense and apologized for his comments go ahead um, i'm gonna let you
1: Here's the thing, and I just went and watched a little two-minute clip about, um, just about, now I I don't have true context um, about as far as like the anti-Semitism is concerned, as far as what he said regarding um, Hebrews and and the Jewish community and stuff. So I'm not too certain on what was said about that. But I did, in the little two-minute clip that I just watched before we started recording, he was speaking towards, I guess, just white people in general and how like a lack of melanin results And, um, like, white people being evil and having, like, a lack of compassion and having, like, them being, quote, unquote, the big word that everyone's upset about is white people are savages, pretty much, is what he said. And here's my thing, right? I'm as—I feel like Nick Cannon has definitely taken a more— He's a little bit uh, more radical. He's a more—he's definitely taken a more, like, pro-black approach um, recently, and I feel like You know I'm, I'm as pro-black As it gets as well But there are some things That you just Like you you have to know better Like mm-hmm. I mean When you're in a, in the position That Nick Cannon is in First of all It's, it's, it's flat out wrong you don't, you, you don't say that First of all I'm not right. saying that I believe what he said When I say that I'm pro-black What I mean by that Is you have to know Your position And you have to I mean be realistic Like what did you think Was going to happen When you say those things Like exactly. people People are going to be In an outrage Like and I don't want To take it to this, Like it being a race issue Or anything like that But if you had a white person Come on Who's like a big superstar celebrity and they say oh all black people are savages and you know their their melanin makes them evil and they're dark and like you can't it would be the same repercussions you know what i mean so for him to come out and say those things it's like you gotta be smarter than that dude i mean and he has come out and apologized and you know found the error in his ways but i just think it's crazy to see that kind of I don't know. I didn't, I didn't expect that, I
0: guess. What, what made him come I, up in his mind so, that think it's okay for him to say that? It's
2: I think funny. that he was asked a question on his podcast about that, and um, he went and got a little too off on the deep end. Um, there were some things that could have been cleaned up in that podcast, to be fair. As uh, far as repercussions go, I think that because of who he is and the situation he was in um, – the former football player, well, he's still carrying football, I shouldn't say. Deshaun Jackson hit highlighted and when he made his comments and they were putting him he still hasn't received punishment yet. So he's still like under view of that. And the people that own the Eagles or whatever are Jews and things like that. And they were he was specifically talking about a situation of when a guy that was not black on the team had said some harsh comments and did some things like that and used the N-word and a racial term and slur that he didn't get any game suspended. He had came out and apologized, and then they gave him a contract extension plus a huge signing bonus. So for Deshaun Jackson, it was like, well, this guy did something just as bad as I did, and you guys were talking about firing me, but when he did it, it was okay. So I don't think the repercussions would be the same if it was on the other end. Um, also, that's oh, just to take care yeah, of that. That's, that's that's what's in the facts. That's, that's what's happened. That's shaky for
1: me, though. It I mean, can be shaky, like but as big it's as not shaky. as big as cancel culture is nowadays, bro. I feel like, especially the black community, we ride, we ride for us, right? So it's like a white person would come out and say, like, outlandish things like that about the black community. Like, I feel like it would be very easy to get them, quote-unquote, canceled. You know what I mean? Like, Nick Cannon is canceled. Now it's cancel culture. So I feel like those repercussions would be the same either way. If not by the people up in charge, the community itself would would cancel them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's... That, and that's how strong we are as far as like grouping together And just being together as the black community Or just a community that's for equality in general I mean the I masses feel like, well, well
0: definitely make an influence on any type of mm-hmm. They can no, like, I can't speak I don't to what like how the he...
1: I can't speak to what like the upper Upper rich people and the upper Rich people in charge do as far as repercussions, but I know what the community would do. You know what I mean? Yeah, but we can't so.
2: speak to community. I have to speak to what what is being written in paper, what is on fact, what what we know of. Like he said, dude got a contract sent, and that's not the first time with the Eagles that that has happened when McNabb was quarterback in there, when Mike Vick. He, they talked about this prior to it when Mike Vick was uh, getting out of prison and he was given a second chance for the Eagles and stuff. He had went and ride. uh, What was somebody rode for him to get some money or whatever because he was performing at a high level, which he did not get paid. And then McNabb had backed somebody else that wasn't part of Mike Vick's camp or whatever for another player to get their money, and they gave it to him, which was a a nod of color and things like that. So I mean, I just don't think that the repercussions would be the same, depending on. You know, who, if it's, we're talking about the upper echelon. Yeah, of it depends on, it definitely
1: so. depends on who's in charge. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's just tough. It's tough for me to see how, like, someone would get a, could, could get away with comments like that, regardless of their race or creed. You know what I mean? Anytime sure. someone puts well, out dismissive, I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I, mean yeah. I know that, and that's and that's like one scenario. That's, but I'm saying, like nowadays, it's a lot tougher because I mean, businesses don't want that kind of, regardless of whether you're an NFL team mm-hmm. or like at a TV broadcasting company, anything, basketball team. These businesses do not want that kind of bad pu- publicity like right. that. So I mean, if there if there's something they can do to make it seem like they're on the people side they're going to do it whether they truly believe in like the issue or not they're going to be on the people side because they right. rely on that money from the people that's you know what i mean they're sure going to pander to just like that's another that's another conversation so let me get back to the so let's go back, don't yeah, get back go to the ahead, topic
2: go. um that was just one uh uh talking about repercussion was one thing the other thing that i was going to say was so i don't, was my train of thought was um there was a blind spot there um and every culture i believe has a blind spot um before this podcast aaron said he didn't know what i meant by that so i am going to give him some clarity on what i mean um when you are uh this is just the easy example to make i'm black and you know everybody at this table is fully black or whatever and if we had a white person sitting here he's not going there are certain situations or instances no matter how much he wants to listen and understand and really be for us he won't get it it just won't make sense to him and vice yeah. versa and vice versa mm. so like that when when some of these comments are being said now some there is a, a a line drawn somewhere in there in those comments that he said of course i i totally understand where you're saying like you can't that's kind of tough mm. yeah but but there is a blind spot, but just him not being able to be able to fully comprehend or understand that you know that's where when he was talking about in his uh Quote and whatever he was saying was about Um Not having enough melanin And not being able to have that compassion and stuff Because you never in a sense Had to experience that Or it will never add up to the way The feeling of itself Will never make sense to you as a whole Now he went into a whole nother spiel Which completely x out that But I can kind of understand what he started off talking about A lack of compassion Or maybe not understanding So when you've been in Um you know, family, wealth, 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 wealth. It will to a certain point getting deep off into that deep end, you're it's not gonna really you're like, what? Like you know what I'm saying, like and it would be vice versa. For us, we're poor all the time, we would never understand what it'd be like to be rich. So like there is a median point and he lost himself somewhere in those comments, but mm-hmm. uh I think that's what I was talking about with the blind spot. Not defending yeah. him, just saying that there are certain situations and instances Of where you're just not going to understand
1: Do you think it's like a matter of I guess like being too high on that high horse Because I mean Nick Cannon up until this moment, his moment Has been on like a skyrocket towards the top I mean as far as wilding Out He's got his podcast He's had shows on shows America's Got Talent, The mass Singer He's been on a skyrocket as far as Just his Ooh, brand too- I don't in think- general Do you think it's a matter of like a lack of Like okay I could say this and get away with it Or do you think it's literally just a lack of like a, an, an ignorance moment, like where he really didn't think what he said was wrong. Could because be, I, uh, feel I think, because like, I feel like it's just that's so tough for me to like hear someone who is intelligent as him say some things like that, and him not expect repercussions or people to well, feel some type of way about. it It's him, about
2: you know? he has reached a certain level of being on that high horse to where now his decision-making of what he says, like, I've always respected Nick Cannon and known him to be a very vocal person. Like, mm-hmm. before he was ever at the level that he's at now, like, being in charge, and he's been in charge for a while, of course. I'm talking about where things he says really matters to where we're not brushing it off the shoulder anymore. People have known him from the beginning. If he doesn't like it or if he doesn't agree with it, and for some of the, excuse me, same reasons that he left for America's Got Talent – for similar things and stuff like that, that he's always voiced his opinion. I don't feel that he's ever had the correct guidance of someone sitting down with him, talking to him, and getting him prepared for those roles that he's earned and deserved and stuff mm. like that. Mm. So it's not really about uh, saying something that's just more so ignorant. I just don't feel that he's ever had the right guidance, I guess I would say. Because there's a certain I point of when like, you... I
1: just feel like that's... that's. I mean, I get it. but That's that's just, who that's, he is, though. That's like, just we, tough for me. That's, that's what we because someone who's like someone who's got... A community around him, like Nick Cannon, like you got people from all walks of life all around you. So, how is this like the first time where you're like, oh man, I didn't realize what I was. Like, come on, bro! You got degrees. You've studied. You've read books. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, you gotta be smarter than that, right? And that's not even to yeah. say that Nick Cannon is dumb or that what he said was just irres- it was it was irresponsible. It was well, just having some But so I feel like was it just right was it just a moment of like, oh, I'm untouchable, so I can say this? and No, no, no! no I don't think it was that at all.
2: I think that he said things that are just as, not as bad, but he said mm-hmm. some things that have been off the wall before. I mean, I'm sure I can easily come back and pull up some things that are. You know, whatever he says them in his podcast all the time. Like you got to just watch a couple episodes. You're like, what? Really? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm serious. Mm-hmm. So, like, this time he just says something that has really put an effect on another community and and it targeted yeah, multiple people yeah, and things. That's but that's not, the thing. That's tough. Even with some of these comments that he said before, before leading up to this, I've seen a certain trend of behavior of of so that might not have been on as large as a scale that nobody's ever really questioned, commented, mm-hmm. or whatever about. So. You're going to keep, well, continue to like be in that got, same way. And then, like till, He's
1: got a bunch of yes men around him. Like, yes, Nick, whatever say that, you say is no, right. Because nobody has really stepped out their way. If to there say was that. someone truly in like that room with that podcast that was being recorded, I feel like some, if someone really was in his corner for real, they'd have be been like, whoa, like, let's, hey, pause the recording. Don't you think that's a little, a little shaky? Right, you know what right. I mean? Like, that we really want to put this out. But if everybody's like, yeah, Nick, you're right, then. You know what I mean? That's tough. So, I don't know. I can't really speak to that just because I'm not in that position. So, I feel like it's very, um, it's interesting what that would do, like, to your mental state when you're at a position of power like that and, like, as far as what you can say and how you feel about being, oh, I'm untouchable or they can't bring me down because just like that, he had that moment and now he's apologizing and he's, you know, trying to get his show back or trying to get the rights back to his show. But it's like, I mean... I don't know, man. It's just tough for me to see how he couldn't feel, how you don't say those things and don't see the wrong in them. Now, let me but get, I'll, leave, I'll leave it at that. Let, let me I get a little bit more in depth into that. So
2: we have basically discussed about you know the rights and wrongs of and how we feel about it. So now let's get into a little bit more of a little bit more detail in a sense. Um, he was talking about Jews and uh, in particular of, of the group that he had circled out about that and he said, I believe something about you know when they have a lack of melanin and things like that and we resemble that and things of that nature um you know there's a couple different angles to take it i'm gonna be very choosy with my words of what i've used like um i can go in in a term of bible quote of how they're described and we talk about what a real jews are and things like that and different uh, characteristics of what you might want to visualize or picture. Even when they talk about Jesus, they say he's described as a black man with uh, coarse hair and things like that or whatever. So um, he feels that what he's been taught, what he's been taught or what he's uh, learned and things like that doesn't really describe to him of of what Jews are classified as now, and what he's seeing, and what the representation of Jews are, is what he has been taught and learned, and stuff like that. And that's kind of stemmed from some mm-hmm. of the comments he made, or whatever. And like he said, he was misinformed and was taught wrong on some of the bad information he was gotten. So mm-hmm. that perceived a lot to do with the influence of his answer. So mm-hmm. if you're taught that someone has coarse hair, or whatever this and that, and you see what coarse hair and all that, and what skin tone it's on, then you're kind of resonating from. He was already set up from the jump of where he was going with his answer. And now, look, get me wrong here. No, I'm he not. He was not, wrong. Not, I'm not. Now, I don't want yeah. you to think that I'm really like, you know what I'm saying, riding for that. He was wrong. But, you know, he was already heading into a decline slope with mm-hmm. with that, with being misguided and, and all that. So he was like lack of melody and we represent the sun. He was saying that like we have been blessed with some of the things that they're supposed to so-called having things that that's where his blind spot was at of of some things were misled and maybe he took some things out of uh, of what they were supposed to be and, and went and jumped into it so a lot of that has to be just being misinformed and uh, uh taking it now if his let's say his facts was correct then if if his facts was correct those statements wouldn't be as bad but where it gets too drawn in the line of when you classify them as animals and 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 taking the the human characteristics out of it and putting it into another species that we can't forgive mm. that's, that's kind of tough and that's,
1: and that's exactly my point so like we all have that inner like when you say things where it's like oh maybe i shouldn't have said that you know what i mean and that's my only that's my only defense in that is like i just feel like you know it regards if they're being misconstrued facts or not or whether what direction he was led in it's just like you you know better and i'm and i'm done
0: I was going to say, like, I feel like that's just a whole boatload of negativity and unnecessary stuff for him to even say that. And for like the people he working with to uh, allow him to just publish something like that. It's it's so you're being pretty much a hypocrite when you're going out there saying you're all pro this and that. But then again, you're going to go and trash on a bunch of other people. Well, he's mm-hmm. radical. He's yeah. very radical. Well, that's one of the reasons why I never was big on Nick Cannon in general. Like a lot of his stuff, I really wasn't big on his content for real. Well, but, but okay, let me say this real quick before you go,
2: and I know we're gonna transition into the next subject. Um, I think that, and it's hard to really give a pass in the sense, but I think that far as his track record goes, he doesn't have any like negative or bad track record when it comes to like racial things and stuff like that and you know he's always been a very outspoken person and things like that so I don't want to deem him as like a bad person mm-hmm. or to make it seem as if he's just uh, you know like this is just like you know uh, oh my goodness like he's just been always been a terrible but he's person he's always
0: had like such a big ego to me that's one thing that always got me well when I don't know the man I'm not gonna I mean that's
2: fair I mean if you wanna you can only based off what you've been given or what you see but I don't really in a sense say that it would be a big ego I mean I believe that He has built himself an empire from the ground up before it got snatched away due to to some bad decision making and mistakes. And they have always worked for him. And he has always been able to be who he is and get his opinions and points across without really having anyone fight it or fight back and things like that. And now it's just bitten him a little bit. I mean, there's Mm -hmm. been plenty of times where other celebrities or whatever have right people in their corner or whatever said some things to where they was able to give them a chance to correct it or or fix it or don't do this, don't do that. Mm -hmm. And when you've done something your way for so long and we teach ourselves as, uh, you know, do your own thing, build your own stuff up and all that. Then it's kind of hard to transition a little bit sometimes. And he's, like I said, that's all he knows. My production, my way, I prove it. It goes in and out. Um, You know, I'm speaking my truth. It's not really about what the people say. Like, this is facts. Um, I did my research. You know, he doesn't have a hatred background. He's very successful, things like that. I don't think that he's a terrible person. I just think, like he said, he was giving some bad information, he made some bad comments. But then you have to look at his track record and who he is. Mm-hmm. And when you see that, it doesn't really reflect on these comments. So it's just like, you know, we don't somewhere he got lost and took a turn somewhere. And I truly believe that it's well,
0: not really an ego thing. Wouldn't you thing. still think that his crew, during that time, whenever they were recording all that what he's been saying on everything, you would think, hey guys, like let's think about this real quick before and, we publish. Not at all. Mm-hmm. And, yes. let me tell and you why.
1: and that's my point. I didn't mean to point it literally. That's yeah, my yeah. point. But um, I'm a that's disagree, my thing about that's my thing about him having too many yes men. When you're a person in a position of power like that, it's a lot easier to be like, yeah, Nick, whatever you say. Because they're trying to get a check. You I wouldn't even I mean? say so it's a yes man
2: thing. I like it So like, like this podcast right for an example of a similar setup what Nick has. So he's a little bit more money, more professional. Of course, he's probably got a couple of cameramen sitting around and then it's just him and his guest or just him by himself doing his thing. If you are a cameraman, anything else, people have to understand what their roles are and knowing your part. Anything else can be extracurricular because you're not getting paid to give your opinion. If I'm here to film, it don't matter how bad it is. If that's what I'm doing, that's what I do. All I have to do is film. If I want to stop you or whatever, that's just me being a good person or whatever. But I'm pretty whatever. sure he has no, I'm a He's he he still, he still got publishers. He's still about got managers.
1: He with, still but. got editors. You know what I mean? There's still plenty. Of th- Nick, irregardless, a person like that, Nick Cannon has a team. It's not just him and only him. Yeah, yeah, it's not that. just him and a couple cameramen. He's got a team. You know what I'm saying? But so it's Somebody his on team. his team. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. And his team is... I'm not going to say they all are But it could potentially be full of yes men Because I feel like someone should have stopped that Before it got to that point yeah, Because any realistic person would know Hey you can't say all white people are evil not if are people And not expect repercussions like
2: You have to understand If they were someone else that had a different uh, state of opinion or mind That's one but thing But that's my point It's be somebody who no, only thinks like you And it's like bad. whatever
1: you say is right Nick. That's knew, the whole idea would, of being a yes man
2: If something this bad gets out and evidently, my opinion would be is maybe not necessarily in a sense, yes, man. Maybe they actually feel this way because, obviously, he's out of a job. So, therefore, they're not getting paid either. So, they must have not felt that it was that bad. Otherwise, they they wouldn't have rocked with it. Because, like, you put this out, we ain't going to have no job. As they see, they don't have a job. So, like, nobody's going to want to listen to uh, – or but he's lost a lot of following. So, nobody's going to to listen to a Nick Cannon podcast after this. You know what I'm saying? Like, in a sense of, if you felt it was that bad to where – you going to be out of money as well then you going to step in and say something but, but they didn't feel their it. checks were affected they that's, didn't think that it was that bad that's, that's he probably, probably
1: got at some, least be one person in there saying mm-hmm. hold on you. And that's what I mean by yes men. You surround yourself with yes men, people who we only, assume from, that who only this is all assumption, this is all opinion, this is all perspective from what we see from the outside looking at them because at the end of the day, we don't really know what's going on behind the scenes. That's My true. point is just I can only from what I can ascertain from what I've seen is that there was there's there all whatever everybody that was in that room and in that production at the time is all they have to all be, yeah, Nick, whatever you say is right cuz any self-respecting person would have been like, "Hey Nick, like I said, I'm, and I'm repeating myself, so I don't want to keep repeating myself, but you can't say all white people are evil and everyone in the room is like, yeah, that's going to work. Yeah, but
2: here, let no, me get this out real gonna, quick, and gonna I'm going to
1: leave it alone. We'll go to the next topic, guys. Um, he does
2: have publishers and things like that, but I don't know if that's necessarily mandatory for a podcast. Like, um, we can assume – I'm not going to say that he don't have that kind, those kind of things and stuff, but when you're doing a general podcast, like – even on a lower level state like even on the Joe Budden podcast like you got professional cameramen or you might even have your own camera set up and you guys talk about it or whatever the case is you don't really need to have nobody go over what you put on YouTube. Like that's where they're going. That's not going on a certain site. It's going on YouTube. You don't need to have someone that, and that's just my opinion. I could mm-hmm. be wrong. Yeah, I don't guys. feel that he needs to why would you pay the extra money to have is this good? Like I don't need that's a podcast. That's not a TV show. Like it's whatever you put on. But that. publishers are still
0: are the he ones He might not even be paying to. nobody. For that, what that might f- that's
2: why I probably why I got out to be real with you is because he probably didn't spend the extra money. He's like, I'm putting a podcast out, it's free, I don't have to. I could Okay, pay some even camera, if he you know was,
0: something. he's still gonna have to look over it before he published it himself,
2: he mm-hmm. might have someone editing it. As far as it came in, of, you know, fixing that's it. That's another person that so, can check over it. Yeah, uh, mm. He might have someone just doing it, but you ain't got to comment on it. Like, dude, I got, I got all the cuts out for you, the way
1: you want in your angles.
2: And I got your angles right here. And that's it. That's Post another it. company that's Post going it. through an like, issue no, like that. On, on on like, this like, pen paper. I'm saying this, that? That
1: there had to have been one guy in the situation and was like, I don't know, Nick, that's a little shaky. I'm going to let mm. it slide. But now look, you should have said something because now look. You know what I mean? I feel like there was gotta yeah, been one person in that, that that in that entire because it didn't even blow up until like a week and a half after the podcast was already out. So the podcast had been that episode had been out for like a week and a half before all this even blew up. So he could have been deleted it, but somebody even after all that that sat for a week, two weeks before it went. Viral You know what I'm saying so, so, Which so that's, makes it feel so like It so wasn't really yeah, that bad So that's Yes For something got, to so
2: sit out for To be as bad As the comments he made but that can go both ways For something to sit out The week It must have Because like I said It wasn't until Deshaun Jackson And all that other stuff See so right said it.
1: Last points And we're moving on yeah, I'm already I'm already done. I've got my piece all out. Right. Well that's it. I, like I said,
2: uh, you know, we're assuming that he had a lot more extra whatever, but I just don't feel like like I said, you know everybody should know what a podcast consists of and what you need. And anything else being paid for is extracurricular. And that's probably why a big reason of why I got out. It's because he probably
0: didn't need all like why do you you don't need that? But mm-hmm. go ahead. All right, so we're gonna move on from all that and we're gonna jump into another thing that's you know, very much affecting the society in general. I don't know why I was trying to find like the best words to word all this but the next thing we're going to go ahead and talk to is about the Utah and the schooling system about what's going on in school in general and also what's going on over there in Utah. Um, First off do you guys want me to like to play the clip for you guys so you can get like a good understanding of what's going on before we begin or do you want me to just go ahead and like you know, give my thoughts and all that. You can go ahead and uh, give if you want to throw the clip up for them. You can. Yeah. Okay. okay um, well, we can throw I'm, it I'm, in the clip and you know give it a listen so that everyone can know and understand what it is that's going on, and then we'll go ahead and talk about it. the exact opposite of what we need to be doing. We are supposed to be physically distancing, wearing masks, and so all of our medical, all of our medical experts our Department of Health. Everyone is encouraging us to do that. This room is not complying with these health guidelines. This creates a health concern for this meeting. So um, I'm going to suspend the rules and I'm gonna make a motion to continue this entire meeting to another date. Okay, so basically what's going on right there is that the Utah schooling system or the community over there, now I know not all of them are pretty crazy, Like that. Like, I personally know some people who are from Utah and that are teachers as well. Mm. And what they have given me on their opinions on that is that it sounds crazy and it's insane that they're wanting people in schools, especially children, to be able to not worry about or think about social distancing and wearing masks during the school system. Mm. Now, I do know pretty soon in um, here in Kentucky, Louisville a lot of our school system around here, they're going to create something where teachers are going to be going from classroom to classroom to their students, where the students are going to just remain in their classrooms at all times. And of course, they're going to be increasing the lunch hour and all that. And that's how they're going to be trying to prevent the spread of the virus and all that for this. And of course, the school system has also put that the Schooling year is not going to last that long, as well. I'm hearing that it's possibly going to be lasting up to Thanksgiving, November, possibly a little bit after Thanksgiving, but there's mm. no going to be no fall break or anything. Mm. So, what are your thoughts on that? Okay, um, well, okay, well,
2: go ahead. um, I would like to say first to take it from a different angle, um, I guess that this is. Coming from a place of just uh, people losing their sanity in a sense. They're just kind of tired of feeling like they're, they're being locked up as a cage and animal or staying in one place. And it's for the benefit of their own good, of safety and preventing uh, people from getting sick or, or, or dying from this disease. I think that's where some of the rage comes involved. But um, the idea is just like, if you feel, and this is just my opinion, if you feel, why I feel start up a school system if you're not gonna do, uh, if you want everybody to be close together and stuff, there's only so much social distancing you do. I mean, you gotta think how many kids fit in a classroom and mm-hmm. walk in the halls, going to lockers, touching things. So they're like, if you if you feel that it's safe, I'm just giving you the uh, answer of the public of the people how they feel. If you feel that you're safe enough to start a school system and, and run everything officially and operate back to normal, why do the mask and everything else? It's not really mm-hmm. any benefit to doing that when we're all touching each other close together.
0: You know, the masks only give you so, so much. That's why they're doing it in a way where they want to prevent people from doing that. They're trying to create it in a way where they're going to be having a distancing on everybody and don't okay. have to worry about the fact that uh, everyone's so close to one another um we're gonna be all i think i hear that they say they're gonna have like students a little bit spread out not too much but just a little bit spread out and that um they're also going to have teachers just you know in will go into different classrooms and all that instead of having to worry about children and all that. the only thing that most people are concerned about right now is the preschoolers and elementary school kids and all that uh, a lot of them are gonna be you know Anxious to be wanting to move around and right, you know, do right. other things, and possibly touching people and you know putting things in their mouth as usual. That's most people, like the teachers that I know, are mostly concerned about. It's just that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be
1: I'll be honest. Personally, I feel like it's not it ain't gonna last i feel like it's gonna be it's gonna go back to all online even for like the younger kids just because first of all you can't stop kids from from being gross mm. little timmy and little becky are gonna take their mask off they're gonna swap masks they're gonna touch each other they're gonna you know kids are gonna kids are gonna be kids so you're not gonna stop you're gonna stop them from social distancing for one for two mm. i feel like um and i and, I, and i'm like 98 percent sure on this i know the jcps board for here for us here locally in louisville they're supposed to be voting I think this Tuesday on whether or not it's going to be either all online or they're going to try to go in person. And I know a lot of them have already come out and done interviews, like, we're going to vote what's best to keep everybody safe. So six out of the seven were like, we're going to vote for, like, I think it's called NTI. Now, don't quote me on that one, but which is basically all online for everyone. Mm -hmm. And then the seventh person was like, I'm not going to say what I'm doing yet, but I'm going to do what's in the best interest for Um, the kids and for like everyone's safety so that could lead us to assume that it's probably going to be unanimous that here in Louisville and in JCPS at least it's probably still going to be online for the remaining year with that being said Um, I think it's just that's just in the best interest of everyone. I mean, if you're not going to be able if we're if we're still really going to focus on Corona and everyone trying to wear a mask and trying to social distance, I mean, what kind of experience for there's a child if they have to sit in the same seat in the same desk all day long? It's just not that's not really a good school experience. You're going to have a lot of kids just not acting you know what i mean that's 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 tough man especially for the younger younger kids you're not going to be able to do that regardless of how many precautions you take how many measures you take it's one thing to keep them safe at home but if you have one teacher and a group of 28 kids and she's got to make sure that no one's touching anybody or no one's everyone has their math it's just it's not going to work that's way too much stress and pressure on a teacher to focus on that as well as trying to teach a class in general so excuse me As far as speaking towards like from a teacher's perspective, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to even be put through that as a teacher. I would rather just teach at home. I mean, it sucks. I Mm. get it. You know, you don't have the interaction, you don't get your extra curriculars or your extra electives, that kind of stuff. So you lose out on the creative aspects of just daily school life in general. But I mean, as far as just teaching basic knowledge, that stuff can be done at home. I mean, it sucks, but unfortunately, that's the reality that we live in. And if we're going to take this corona stuff as serious as they're trying to take it, and if they're trying to eradicate it, then this is what you're going to have to do. Otherwise, the kids are going to go back to school. Everyone's going to get sick again because they're going to go spread germs to each other, go back home. Everybody's going to get sick, and we're going to go back on lockdown. So unfortunately, that's the only solution that I see to this problem is just to stay. Everyone just to stay home and do it online and that sucks for the kids that don't have like the money and stuff mm -hmm. to to do that but they have been trying
0: to do it online for quite some time now um i think the reason why they are wanting to switch it back to just you know doing it in school in general is access for many students Mm -hmm. like not everyone is going to be able to get that online class that they're needing and everyone is wanting to be able to get their education So, like, they want to give access to everybody, and the best way for them to have that access is having them come, you know, publicly and interact with their teachers, you know, face-to-face and all that, which Mm -hmm. I still think it is kind of sad, and I am worried for, like, all my teacher's friends out there and uh, every Mm -hmm. teacher out there in general who has to do this, even the students. Like, uh, it's definitely something that's a big concern. But what just drives me crazy is that, like, some of the people, not all, there's some of the people inside the Utah community is just, like, wanting to go against the safety regulations in schools, though.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, it's like, what, I mean, how do you how do you socially distance a bus? You don't. You know what I mean? So, that alone, in and of itself, not even them getting to class, how do you... How does one bus driver manage a bus full of kids? You know what I'm saying. So that's asking a lot for people to try to. That's just that's tough for me. And Which goes for why that.
2: they're complaining about wearing the mask and stuff. Like you can open the school up and just open it up. But if you're not going to do it, they're, they're trying to. Like I said, they're saying it like oh, tired of this stuff. We just want it to all be over like everybody else does. But in the same sense, I agree. if you feel the need that you can too. open schools right. up or whatever they. Uh, far as generating money or whatever the case is and all the other stuff the money aspect of getting the schools back open and things like that if you feel that there's really that need to open it up like you know these kids aren't gonna follow those rules or some of them anyway or you know that it's not physically possible when it's only so many seats on the bus and you know excuse me so many kids you got to pick up like what are we doing here like mm-hmm. give us the real the real here you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying like if you want it to be open you feel it's safe to do so that's fine but don't yeah, tell but us that we're gonna, gonna
1: be surprised and shocked at the repercussions oh everyone's getting sick again yeah, no kidding. You know right. what I mean. So, I feel like it's not really much of a of a of, of a decision, in, in my perspective, just because I mean, unfortunately, this is the reality that we're faced with. Um, so, yeah, I mean. It is what it is. Yeah. You are
0: going back to school this mm-hmm. fall. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I do plan on going back. No, I do plan. I am um, enrolled to go back to school. This Go back to college this coming um, fall semester. So I know for me, um, everything is still kind of in limbo too. As far as I know, I know when I like reapply, they, had, they sent out a statement to me saying, like, okay, you can reapply. That's great, but you have to sign and certify that you like have a laptop at home and you have all the utilities that you would need to successfully complete a college Course in, like, the comfort of your own home, in the event that there is no in person classes, you know what I mean? So, that for me, let me know off the rip like okay I need to get a laptop I need to make sure I got pencils I mean not even that colleges provide like pencils and notebooks and all that stuff but just to make sure you have a stable internet connection and all that stuff so that if your classes via zoom meeting or what have you just know be prepared that more most likely it's all gonna be online for me and I'm and I'm fine with that just because the way my schedule was set up I plan to do mostly online anyway maybe like a couple of gen eds in person but if it's all online then that's fine you mm-hmm. know what I mean so whatever and I personally feel like as adults as far as, like, universities and colleges is concerned, um, you know, we're more willing to to practice the social distancing and, you know, do the right thing when we're in class because, I mean, we're cognitive, you know what I'm saying, so we can make smart decisions. My only, I'm only speaking just towards the perspective of you're not going to be able to force kids to do that because kids are going to be kids. Mm-hmm. So that's my thing. But I'm fine with doing stuff all online for now until things kind of go back to normal. I agree.
0: And, you know, it's, it's good that they're still having precautions like that and uh it, it's kind of predictable that a college would have something in the lines of like make sure we're doing this for online and all that because mm-hmm. online school has been around for a long time but it's only just different because of like k-12 through 12. Mm-hmm. like we've never experienced a K through k-12 schooling where you're going to be doing it online so mm-hmm. that's why a lot of people are kind of like mm, this is different But, you know, society is having to change throughout this time, especially since this year is kind of a force upon us.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's and it's interesting because my girlfriend also, she's, she's in school to get her master's degree, and I, she goes to Bellarmine University, and I'm almost, I'm like 98% sure they are still going to try to do in-person classes. Oh, really? I think Bellarmine is a private university. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure they're a, yeah, pri- yes. they're a private university, so they can kind of make decisions based upon whatever they choose to do. But I'm almost positive they're going to try to do in-person classes this semester versus Sullivan University, where I'm going to go. They're, they're trying to do it all online, and those are both private institutions. That's going to so, be interesting.
0: Um, we shall see, I guess. It shall be interesting. So. Well, definitely keep us in touch on how that's going on now because, mm-hmm. you know, that's definitely something we all going to be keeping a watch on. Um, mm-hmm. It's a definitely a year-round thing that's going to be going on. I don't think we're going to be done with this until possibly sometime next year. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting seeing how things are going to be, you know, being worked out, especially for the fall wintertime.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just feel bad for the kids, man, because, I mean, they're losing, like, a year of their childhood with this. You know what I mean? Like, these kids, I mean, they can go outside and, like, do... You know, your regular oh, I can jump rope or I can you know try to sneak and play with some friends. But as far as like regular childhood activities, they're losing like a full year of extracurriculars and yeah, stuff, cool, yeah. and that sucks, man. Because it's like as much as we want to have that for them, there's there's nothing we can really do. So like Sean,
0: like he was in his senior year, he did not have a graduation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been wanting to give him his graduation pictures, um, but he wasn't able to like do like prom and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's like just so much of the memory. Things that you yeah. can have in school and,
2: mm-hmm. and All but these kids just, are missing out on. Well, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's bad. Um, there is, in a sense of, and it's you know, to try to have a positive outlook. It isn't like that. He missed those things just by via choice or regretting them in a sense like that because it won't be like he just missed it like he it's a whole nation that missed you know those mm-hmm. things for whoever graduated yeah, in that hit, year for him a nation. It's, it's, the world. it's a whole world well you know a world you know it's a whole world that mm-hmm. my bad, who missed those things so um, you know I, He'll feel bad, but then and then like,
1: uh, oh yeah, well, I missed
2: prom. Anybody that's his age or graduated around that time frame will I'm all talking feel the in same. Twenty thirty five.
1: Hey, remember how we didn't have a prom? <laughs>
2: right. So, a so it'll university. be a little bit easier to kind of go because it's like, oh yeah, it was everybody. It wasn't just me. It wasn't like mm-hmm. I missed out or, or just something happened that day or whatever. Like mm-hmm. nobody got it. So mm-hmm. he'll be in a
0: class of his own with the rest of the world. Uh,
2: oh, okay. No, we ain't sweating now like for mm-hmm. exactly.
0: we mm-hmm. did either. So, you can definitely say that the world is moving in a whole different direction now, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, speaking of a whole new direction, I like that. How about a cashless society? Boy,
1: golly. Hey, that, um, so. I don't know. A lot of places now, and I'm sure, like, and it's kind of like sneaking in in between the lines of like all this Corona stuff and everything else that's going on in the world. But if you've been to businesses recently, a lot of them are now saying, oh, we don't have cash anymore, or like credit or debit card only. And oh, um, you know, like they're slowly implementing, like, oh, okay, if you pay with cash, it's either got to be exact change, or if we give you change back, you're getting up rounded up to the nearest dollar, you're not getting your exact change back, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So um, there's definitely going to be a shift. In our monetary system, and that um, is a tough one for me, cause I just I don't like the idea, and this is my own inner like conspiracy theorist. I don't like the idea of like everything that I spend my money on being tracked, just in the sense of like everything that I hold valuable asset-wise is now just virtual. Like that's 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 absurd to me. You know what I mean? If I if I work, if I work. And I'm paid a paycheck or what have you. I should be able to have my assets in like regular dollar currency so that I can spend in how I want to spend without being monitored by a bank or whoever. So now the banks literally will control everything because they it's all virtual. If the dollar bill has no meaning, then it's all you can just send in money. Money essentially has no meaning at that point because it's all virtual.
2: Right. So, um, actually, I could go about this a few ways. I've been thinking on this. Um, actually, there's an upside to it as well. There's a lot of downside, but uh, it's just about, you know, which has more, upside or downside. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to talk about, like, hacking and, and 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 things like if you get a paycheck and it's not virtually corrected, how long it would take to fix that and those kind of things, there's some downside there and, like, um, you know, of systems being down temporarily where you can't see, like, even when you're like, if you have online banking, sometimes it's not always fully working mm-hmm. and things like that, or mm-hmm. you can't, you know, things like that, that's some downside. There's mm-hmm. a positive side. Um, That would even in a sense take, uh, drugs off the street because then if if things are being virtually yeah, tracked, you can't, you don't yeah, want to be yeah, tracking cash that. at me for that, you know what I'm saying yeah, you can't, <laughs> like, <Cash> nah bro, <laughs> bro.
1: like, I, I, I don't know bro so, I just don't, go ahead, sorry I'm gonna run yeah, you. um, Um there,
2: there can be some plus sizes that, that could take the drugs away completely because you know, you're being online tracked, and you know that they're, you know, you can't, oh, I, well, I just gave them, you know, a key or whatever, so I got that for like 10 Gs or whatever, just making some numbers up. You know, you can't just send over 10 Gs to like without them being like, well, what was this for? So, you know what I'm saying? So, it would be a lot easier to get caught up in that world. So, I think that, you know, that would take a lot of that off the street and things like that, where people would have to. Get jobs and whatever else the case is, but that's
1: also an impeachment on freedom, though, because unfortunately, I mean, if I work for money and I'm legally paid that money, then it's my legal right to do with that, do with, do whatever I want with that money without being questioned. I mean, you know I'm sure I mean? there'll always be loopholes. So,
2: there's always some loopholes in the systems where you would never
1: completely end anything in a sense. Oh, they're going to. It's going to be cashless. Well,
2: the thing is, well, I'm just saying there's loopholes in, in, in that in itself, but. Uh, I'm saying there is positive and negative to it then, mm-hmm. Which is more that's debatable But I mean like I said um, In a sense yes but nobody at the table Here at least that I know of Is pro drug or pro you nah. know, Spend it on whatever now obviously you have a right To do whatever you want with your money but If you truly believe that you would like some of those things out of The bad neighborhoods and off the street mm-hmm. That is definitely a way to definitely Here's the do thing so. though
1: you say that But I mean if people are going to buy Drugs they'll find a way You know what I'm saying? If people want to buy guns illegally or buy whatever. But it would have to be what's meaningful. They're still going to find a way. If the dollar sign is,
2: it would take a while. It wouldn't happen right overnight. I don't think so. I mean, uh, you
1: don't have thing. to always pay something with cash, though. You know what I'm saying? So it's not. Yeah, any, but I'm it, it, saying if it's it virtual be, currency, I'm saying we got. We're, I'm putting it in the mindset like if we're doing like a virtual. Oh, okay. The government or the banks control everything now. There's still the gonna be. Mm-hmm, they're still gonna be like virtual. Like I guarantee, there's gonna be a, a, a surplus in like Bitcoin, XRP, all those things that like. These banks don't control this other underground virtual currencies. The so people are gonna start trading with that. That's mm-hmm. still not tracked by whomever, be it the banks, be it via the government. So I mean, there's gonna be look for stipulations. look for a like a surge in your underground currencies mm-hmm. too, because those are going to explode. Because if I can't, if my five dollar bill no longer means anything. Okay, well, I might as well take this $5 bill, mm-hmm. put it, and take it and it in this Bitcoin or what have you, and then I can still do what I need, you feel me, down low without knowing. Well, I would be wondering you know if they would have
2: access to that. Like, if that
1: was a legitimate
2: law or whatever to be passed, or so we're switching over to virtual, mm-hmm. you got to put in the realistic of would Bitcoin have to, you know, merge with them for maybe a, a, a profit or whatever, you know what I'm saying? That's going to be negotiation and talks of that. But what I'm saying is, like, if I got pulled up right now and I had $1,000 on me or something like that, mm-hmm. a cop cannot... Physically trace or understand where that thousand came from. At least, like, if I know if I made a $10,000 deposit in the bank tomorrow and they see what my income came from, they're like, Well, there's no way in the world. So, what are you doing? You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, like, with virtually, what? in a sense, and you got to think about Realistically Like if we actually Had transferred all the way Over to that movement What businesses would give in And what wouldn't And, and make deals With the government And those kind of things I mean things. they're going to have
1: They're going to have to give in Because if the banks are saying The dollar bill No longer means anything Then this, that, that's it That's what I'm saying There is no protest Oh we want the dollar back No well You don't get the dollar back That's you what, I'm what saying. I saying. Mean? For many of us so. In
0: the e-commerce uh, Community We've all kind of Been noticing And like saying for a while now that a cashless society was going to come no matter what Mm -hmm. because like just look at how everything is in general now almost everything that we go through now is all digital like you Mm -hmm. do your grocery shopping digital Mm -hmm. you do your meetings digital a lot of times whenever you just want to basic little thing it's all just digitized and stuff like our cars are all going digital and all that we're Mm, wanting to get rid of gas look look at tesla dude they're Mm. freaking hey if you ain't got some tesla stock boy don't, (laughs) don't even mention that i'm so upset that I did not invest that money last year for it now. But Whoa, that's another man. topic another time. Exactly. But, but, geez, but yeah, to still, get
2: back, to get back to. Go ahead, go ahead.
0: I was just saying this, but still, like, we've been knowing for, like, a while now that we're going to go to a cashless society in the future sometime.
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I'm not saying like I said, there's pros and cons, but I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like, that. It's gonna be a lot harder to explain. Maybe I'm not seeing a big picture of this when I talk about like the drugs and stuff, but I'm saying as it's a lot harder to wrap your head around to, to be able to hide money or act like money doesn't exist. When it's all in the public eye of looking on like you're like, here's your account, sir, here's here's everything you have because you can't hide it. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. here. Bitcoin or whoever has made deals with government, like it's all visual. You well, gotta it. explain in a sense, mm-hmm. like there's a paper trail somewhere and there's no paper trail, so it's all here. So it's no like, oh well, yeah, this thirty five. Have to sit on the side for like what like no because even see the,
1: your income. even the so currency, that's what I'm saying. like and that's but that's what I'm saying people go ahead
0: I was gonna say even the currency exchange market right now is moving to the digital thing to the digital world because of the fact that like whenever we are doing any type of trades in other countries and we're doing it with money as well that's going into the digital market whenever money is moving to the digital market itself that moves a huge influence for the rest of the world when it comes to its companies or whenever it comes to the market in general. Mm. So if you see where the money is flowing They're going to go wherever the money is flowing um, Absolutely
1: What I would say And this is just a little tidbit I wish my brother was here Because he could go super in depth on this But um, what I would say If you've got like a whole bunch of cash stockpiled I would just say be vigilant For mm-hmm. one um, I would definitely say I would find like a bitcoin An XRP Even like take it all the way back to minerals I would take it and invest in like just some gold mm-hmm. In general Just so that, you have, so that your money still means something If you don't want to put it in the bank Find something to invest it in that's not going to be the virtual currency that we're all switching to, and that's my that's my advice to you. That's what I'm personally going to do. Can't speak to anyone else, but I would say I'm not going to put all of my cash savings in the bank because I have that in cash savings because that's me. I don't I don't want to be questioned on it. That. That's my that's my money that I've saved mm-hmm. and do whatever I want to do with it. And if the government or the banks want to control every single cent I own, I'm not going for that. So I'm going to invest in something that's not. You know, controlled by the banks. That's, but that's, that's what I'm saying. Because it's you, still my money, and I should be able to yeah. have it and do whatever I want to do with.
2: it. Agree. What I'm saying is, is and like I said, we we don't because it ain't happened yet. Know the ins and outs. Like you said, put it in Bitcoin where the government is true. That might be a thing. so when they do, if we do, when we do switch over to all that, that Bitcoin might be teaming up with the bank. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to understand. I do have in a some sense.
0: stats from like the New York Times when it comes to the you, Go ahead, read point. it. Go ahead. That will be good. So from here, it's saying. When it comes to the e-commerce or digital currency in general the netherlands it jumped up 72 percent for it to be able to be in use in that country um same with italy italy over here has jumped up to 80 percent um and of course for like america it's jumped up to like 70 percent um europe it's it's doing a little bit but theirs is not as drastically as like any other place but a lot of them are saying that uh, as of like this year alone, it already jumped up to like 100% increase from a year ago to what the United States is doing. A lot of it is cause of the pandemic, but with the pandemic being in place, it's, it's influencing many people around the world, such as like Greece, Ireland, Malta, I don't know what that is, Poland, Turkey, to raise contactless payments to these countries, and they're possibly going to be into talks in the works of trying to work out an increase in the digital currency. So mm-hmm. that's, that's
1: it. I think, personally, I think, and I don't want to make this a conspiracy podcast because that's not what this is. But I think what the end all be all is going to be is there's going to be one currency for everybody in the world. Because if it's all going digital, what difference does it make if it's yen mm-hmm. or if it's American dollar Absolutely it's where all, I'm it's coming all from. gonna be just all one virtual currency so that mm-hmm. way you don't have to worry about any conversions or no one's losing money it's all quote unquote equal so that if if you have $100 in America you have $100 in Africa you have $100 100 China dollars you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying so that's exactly. that's where I think this is going it's a way to make everyone have the same level playing field so that no one is above Oh well the American dollar means more than the Russian dollar well not anymore because it's only one currency for everybody on the planet
0: my only problem is with that is that they're going to have to figure out a lot of things because each currency in the world has different values absolutely and those and, values I, and are going to take
1: a lot of work. yeah and that's my whole point is they're trying to make it so that it's all it's all equal you know what i'm saying so
0: that's hey <laughs> it's coming uh, boy it's definitely coming all Right, which mm-hmm. goes
2: back to what i was saying to
0: the point of where you
2: know being traced is that the only thing i would have to do with that is that means that as far as electricity and things like that because we're talking virtual here like you know what happens if we have a power outage or things shut down? Like you know what I'm saying. So like, there's pros and cons. So that's why they're installing
1: all these 5G, all these 5G uh, poles, man. So yeah, that way, you're you ain't gonna lose internet. You are gonna have that
0: in many big corporations you know, it depends on the weather
2: if you have a tornado swing through or any kind of st- or
1: weather thing oh, that controls all oh, that. they can put yeah, on generators. they can't control and that
0: they can put on the ground like, there's multiple generators and most of them are like you said are they got built satellites out of and, and
1: everything that. else dude so like you know what i'm saying we all we all have we all have these now so I, I still do agree though and these <laughs> work with those in the sky Satellite, know. you know what I'm saying? You ain't gonna. What's the asteroid gonna come knock the satellite down? No, I mean it might, but it's Maybe not. We just had an issue with the phone so.
2: companies all day with all this stuff
0: coming out. I mean, am I lying? Like this is facts. Like, I mean, there's gonna be problems no matter what it's right. gonna be. Like you know, cash itself it's a problem. It's uh, you know, you can have cash, but who knows? If somebody can come and rob you and take all that money as well. So. Like, it doesn't matter what angle it does go, there's always going to be some pros and cons to it. It's yeah, yeah, like yeah. They're going to want to go with those, what is most convenient for both the masses and also the big individuals. So my thing is, would you well. say
2: it would be more pro and this is just an opinion. you could just yes or no, you don't have to break, because we've kind of been breaking it down a little bit. Would you say there would be more pros to having it or more cons to having it? Virtual currency? Mm-hmm. That's for both of you guys to answer.
1: I I'm 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 against it. I mean, now I'm all for okay. like I'm all for if y'all want to get rid of the like the paper the American dollar then sure, but then we need to switch to like either a gold standard or something that's not just like oh, okay, all vir- I don't believe in everything being all virtual. I just mm-hmm. don't cuz Okay, I don't like, what about you? It's my right to do whatever I want to do with my money yeah. that I work for without everyone's without somebody hey, we're this, you know what I'm saying? Or, you owe this money to this company, so we're going to go ahead and garnish that for you. Like,
0: no, you're not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I think that's pretty much, like, my issue, too. Like, I don't mind digital currency as well. Well, Or, I just don't mind it. Because I kind of use it as myself. Um, But I do like things physical as well, so if I can have my cash physical, that's great. But my only thing in general is... um, it's the tracking like that's the that's i think that's the only problem many people have with it is the tracking it's no privacy whatsoever. Like, Absolutely. I mean, you shouldn't have your stuff always being tracked by somebody else mm-hmm. when it's your hard work and cash. Which mm-hmm. would
2: eliminate some of the black market issues and mm-hmm. things like that, drugs or some of the things. I just don't, I I mean, just don't
1: think it will. Because people are gonna if if somebody is addicted to something, they're gonna find a way. Mm-hmm. And if someone they're they're going to find a way, you're not gonna stop underground drug and drug or anything that's mm-hmm. underground like that. You will limit oh, you, you
2: gotta think like you have to put yourself in a mindset. If we actually make that switch which if, if everything was all like you said mean the same or under one thing you can't deposit and, it, and it's, it's, it can even be shysty because let's say if I'm going to meet you right now for a deal like you're going to and hand me that bank or whatever the case is yeah, well oh yeah, I'll give it to you later I'll go ahead and put it in there now or you can just before you, you even sit in the car or whatever make that transfer and skate like you gotta think there's a little bit more it's a little bit more complex obviously there's a way no
1: absolutely it does get rid of the little people you know the homeless guy who's asking you for five dollars so he can get a little you know what i'm saying obviously (laughs) he don't have this to can't hey i got this uh bitcoin i'll send you for that you know what i'm saying like he don't have this to do that but anybody who's making some real money on the ground they will be fine they're gonna because it's getting tracked now so that's the whole point if if it's not get, all currency is tracked, bro. You heard about the but dark you're not web listening. and if the, we, and have the black market. That's I, where I,
2: the black market comes from because it's not being tracked. Like, that's if my we point. we all switch, put yourself in that mindset, if we all have to be forced with government, they're going to make deals and going to come over here or, or we're all virtual now and there's going to be some, things, some tides coming in somewhere because now it's all virtual anyway. This mm-hmm. is a way to get away from that is why they did the black market and all that and to begin with it's just like you're able to stash and cash over to the mm-hmm. side or whatever and then there's things that are tracked. if everybody has to switch over where everything's virtual no matter what, there are going to be deals being made, people are going to come together. It's all in the same unit and system now. Then you have to find another way to do it. But that's not going to happen. Overnight. You can
0: also you can't also like no, expect thing. you can't also expect like the government or like anyone like banks or the IRS or anything will also do good on your part as well. They can easily try to screw you over as well. Absolutely. I mean,
1: and that's and that's my whole thing. Like and this and this is just this is not even any shade to the the place that I bank. I'm not even gonna name them, but I had a savings account, and I closed my savings account and moved my money elsewhere because they were trying to charge me like a service fee of like five dollars a month to hold my savings account money that I'm not even touching. So you gonna charge me five dollars a month mm-hmm. to hold my money? i'd rather just keep it myself and put it somewhere else like why would i you know what i'm saying Mm. so that literally takes all of your power away if you have to put all of your cash in banks that that eradicates any power or i'm not agreeing with it i'm just giving you some
2: pros to it i'm not agreeing with the with the i don't think that i would like to have all my stuff virtual either Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it may happen whether we're long and gone or at some point but i'm just giving you some pros and some cons Mm -hmm. like i said uh I named some of the pros of what I feel. Obviously, there's going to always be a loophole way around some things, but I'm putting myself in a mindset. Let's say we're doing all virtual right now. You've got to think about some of the deals that are going to be in place, some of the ties that, wasn't, that were separate that are going to all come together. You can't think, oh, well, this is already black market's different from this. If it's all virtual, then they're going to tie in some kind of way, and there's not going to be too many ways around it when you can physically look and say, come on, dude, you can't hide it anymore. That's why we did this, because you can't hide it, and then there's the negatives. So, I mean, Listen, people, are all, in
1: people, people are always going to find a way, is, mm-hmm. is my point. When there's a will, there's a way. And there's most suddenly a will. Learning
0: your cyberpunk uh, knowledge and all that, that's a whole lot when it comes to, like, digital mm-hmm. currency and mm-hmm. all the legal stuff. in. Uh, illegal things too,
1: mm-hmm. but, and I'll and i leave I'll leave the whole point of this topic with this, and we can move forward with the rest of the podcast. But my only thing is just while everything else is going on in the world as far as like the coronavirus and like still they're protesting and stuff that's still going on here and there and everything. This will this last topic is still what's going on in the background that people aren't really paying attention to. So mm-hmm. just be mindful, make sure you keep your eyes peeled for everything that's going on, not just what you see in the mainstream, but make sure you're focused and you see everything. Just keep your eyes peeled.
0: I did watch a video yesterday and it it relates to this and it was basically saying like the top search thing throughout uh, the last two years and within this year, everyone was mostly focused on like small little things or like the pandemic itself. And then there was only like very small nitpicks of like, oh, the markets in general. And yeah, like the there's definitely been some things going on in the background in the markets. I mean, this I definitely think this year is like a jump start to something different that could be happening sometime soon.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just don't want folks to be like blown away or shocked when these things come to pass because this stuff is is going on as we speak right now. So exactly, just be prepared.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Alright, so I think that's enough for our main topics, let's just go ahead and jump right into our game section, so today for our game section is 21 questions, and our narrator for today is not me, but yours truly,
1: Crown Prince in the building, welcome to the game section ladies and gentlemen. We are playing 21 Questions, indeed. It's going to be a cartoon character, one of my favorite cartoon characters. And we're going to play 21 Questions, you know, the roles to the game. Yes or no questions only. Let's see if we can get to a conclusion. All right. There
0: it is. Brian, do you want to start with the first question, or do you want me to do? Well, I was
2: going to have you do it. Are you going to give us a topic and everything else? I mean, we know. Yeah, it's, it's, a favorite it's, character. My, it's my
1: favorite cartoon character. Oh, did you just character. say it, though? Yeah, mm-hmm. favorite okay, cartoon okay. character, not including anime. It's a cartoon. Well... I would oh. consider it a cartoon. It's a cartoon. It's not an anime. Uh-huh. So see that, that it was made. It's
0: made in America, so that it's, makes me wonder. There's
1: your firsthand. It's it's a, it's an American. Well, there's cartoon
0: There's a lot of so. like cartoons here that are almost anime
1: like, but it's not though. It's yeah. made in America, so it's not an anime. All right. So, hmm.
0: First question. I think the best way to do it is probably tackle the genre. Yeah,
2: I was going to say that. I was going to say. Well, I was going to ask: Was it a, has to do with a superhero or anything like that? That's a good question.
1: I think that's, that's tough. Is that that's, a good question? I would say yes, kind of. He's kind of a superhero. He's kind. Oh, yeah. of, so he said good. he. So oh. there
0: you go. There's two hands. <laughs> okay, he so, did that. that so he's good. kind of a superhero.
1: Mm,
0: let's see. Uh, how about we try to narrow it down to the network? Um, was this on Cartoon Network? No. Okay, mm. Nickelodeon. Yes. All right. Nickelodeon was like, it was yeah. a debate between those two.
2: Um, it could have been Disney. Does it? Is there a team behind it? Like, is it an individual, just that person, or is it like a him and a crew or whatever?
0: That's not a yes or no question. Like, yeah, it is.
2: If, is it him or a crew? He's kind of
0: asking, like, um,
1: are you saying is he with the team or is he by himself? Yes. That's the correct. question you're asking. Yes. That's still not a yes or no question. Is he with a team? Yes. Okay, well, there you <laughs> go. Is <laughs> he is with a team.
0: <laughs> he is with a team. It's on Nickelodeon.
2: Classify someone as a, a hero, kind of like Satan thing.
0: Okay. And is his favorite it's, cartoon character? It's
1: going to be easy.
0: It's not that easy. let not telling It's really
1: us. easy. Because like if you know me, then it's, it's easy. No. As soon as you said Nickelodeon, that's easy.
2: No, really. Oh, okay. no, no. You mm. don't think about all the Nickelodeon you know what I mean? and thats kinda like that. Like I don't know. I, I wanna the
1: four questions deep here. Okay. Um...
0: Is
2: this a? Well, if this nigga, long, I guess it is a kid in a sense. I guess. Like, yeah,
0: I was gonna say I was yeah, thinking of a name, it. but I don't want to say the name because that would make us lose right there. No, uh, we're only four questions in, so you got
2: plenty yeah. of questions to ask.
1: Yeah, so
0: that
2: wouldn't hurt. Yeah, that narrows it down. Still, I
0: mean, you just have to. I mean, it's kind of different, but okay, whatever. I was gonna say, is it Danny Phantom? But... No. Okay. That's a good question, though. That's I mean,
2: enough. He had a team, and he was kind of a hero, I guess. You know what I'm saying.
1: It's not a terrible question. To ask. I got um sixteen questions left. We got a lot of game left.
0: Um hmm. I feel like
1: the viewers right now, if anyone's truly Is it knows, on
0: Netflix? Yes. Okay. I really don't That's know. Six. I, I, I I had this thought at first, but then I was like, I, I don't think it's that easy. Is but, it really um, on? say it, Anthony, come on. I wanna say Avatar, the last airbender, but Yes. Yeah, there we go, baby. That's your <laughs> favorite cartoon? I didn't know that. But but Aang. He did. Aang is your A, yes. <laughs> yes, it was, yes, it
1: was. There Aang. we go. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's I my really favorite cartoon. That's why I said it's, it's kind of It's like an anime, that's but, what it's kinda made, it away. but it's made in America, and it's on Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. The only show is Avatar The Last Ever, and so that's why I was like, if you've been listening to any of these past few episodes... But a lot of know, the creators you know, were listen. influenced by anime. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and that's why I said it's like an anime, but it's made in America, so it's not...
0: Considered an, an, awesome anime. an anime. I forgot all about that. They are making a live action. I mean, that was show. quick, bro. I whatever, that took maybe it two minutes. That yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> it, took, yeah <laughs> it
0: took maybe two minutes. It was short, but um. Yeah. Yeah, that's what kind of threw me uh, threw it away. Is whenever you said it's kind of like an anime, and I was like, wait. The only show that I know. Yeah, he was spot on.
1: That leaves two. He's with the team. It's either gonna be Danny Phantom or it's gonna be Avatar: The Last Airbender. Those are the only two on Nickelodeon that were kind of like heroes that had a team. I think, unless like you count. That's all I can think of actually. So
0: I really am looking forward to the the live action TV show they're gonna do.
1: Me too. I'm so excited for it, bro. I just hope it's better than the movie. Yeah. Same. M Night Shyamalan,
0: what a terrible job you did! <laughs> None of his movies are that great. Ruining my favorite show. Okay. Um. Anything before we go ahead and close, guys?
1: Final remarks? No, no. I feel I like I'm disappointed come. in myself for that game, but you know, we'll do it next
0: time. No, I, I still think it was a really good one, though. But um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for the podcast. Um, that we had some pretty good topics here. Um, mm-hmm. I think we discussed them pretty well and uh, we went on for like our hour mark as usual our good ones are an hour long so cool cool so other than that i think that's about it so thank you all for listening and if you are watching as well thank you for watching um we hope that you all enjoy the podcast and have a nice day um other than that we will catch you all in the next episode Peace. peace